Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of the Suburban Urbanist Blogcast. My name is Jim and I would like to think of myself as the Suburban Urbanist. In this episode I will get into what that means, I will tell you a little bit more about myself and what to expect to mo moving forward. Thank you for joining me. Before I get into the uh, topic of the day, I want to say that I'm very excited to launch this this podcast or blogcast. It's something I've wanted to do for some time, just for whatever reason, didn't get to do it. Uh, I've been a huge fan of podcasts for, for many years now, and I have blogged a bit here and there. And I do feel like I have some level of expertise that I want to share with everyone. So finally, I just decided to do this thing and put something together. I hope you enjoy and subscribe to it. Uh, I can be found on the iTunes store at the moment, uh, and I'm working on expanding to other platforms. Uh, I can also be reached by email at suburbanurbanist at gmail.com if you have any topics or comments. And I'm working on finishing up a website. Uh, at the time of this recording, it's not quite ready, but look out for suburbanurbanist.com in the future where you can keep up to date with uh, writings and future episodes. With that said, let's go ahead and get started. Just to set expectations for the future, uh, I am calling this a blogcast versus a podcast because, well, as I currently conceive it, I will be the primary voice that you will hear. Hopefully in the future that will change, but for now you are stuck with me and my thoughts about development, public policy, real estate, and, and many other topics. Hopefully you'll find this informative, entertaining, thought-provoking, or at least interesting. And I do want to thank you again for tuning in. So when you saw the title of Suburban Urbanist, you may have asked yourself, WTF, or what the hell is that? Uh, it seems rather counterintuitive, right? Well, I don't think so. Urban design has been blurring the line between cities and suburbs for, for some time. I'll get more into that in a second, but first I want to take a moment and introduce myself and explain what it is that I mean by a Suburban Urbanist. So my name is Jim Flick, and I am the Economic Development Director and Public Information Officer for an urbanized township in Ohio. I was born in the suburbs of Cincinnati, Ohio, but have always appreciated urbanism, which was fueled by a fascination of places, the people that inhabited them, and how the government works to try and solve public problems. As a child, I grew up with a father and grandfather who worked in the federal government administration. And so I guess I kind of saw government as a, as a family business, and I became rather passionate and idealistic about how government works. I, however, was particularly interested in local government, and so my goal from a young age was to work in local government as I am doing now. During my education and early work experience in pursuit of that goal, I sort of fell into the world of data and analytics. It became a secondary passion for me as I found that I understood how I could put pieces of a puzzle together using data and analysis. So after graduate school, where I got my master's of public administration, uh, I started my career, but not in government. I started out as a research analyst for a commercial real estate company, 
And within two years, I was promoted to vice president of research and marketing. In that role, I was really able to get to know places well through the analysis of, of demographic and real estate data. That experience led me into economic development first for the city of Cincinnati, where I got the opportunity to assist with several smart cities initiatives and other interesting projects because of my uh, data and analytics uh, background. In taking over as the director of economic development, I've tried to bring that sort of analytic mind with me, along with my passion for government and places. So having been born and now working in the suburbs and having also worked in the city, I believe, I believe that I bring both an urban and suburban perspective to this conversation. However, I'm also an adjunct instructor for a master's of public administration program where I teach public policy. So I do think that I bring a policy perspective as well. And my uh, personal philosophy is that I believe strongly in government information transparency and in public engagement as a means to guide development activities in a smart and sustainable way. So although I do work in a township and, and as I said, I love cities, I firmly believe in vibrancy, walkability, small business growth, variety, transit options, and more. Basically, I see myself as an urbanist that works to enhance the lives of those in the suburbs. Hence the title of, of this podcast, blogcast, as Suburban Urbanist. So the best definition for an urbanist that I've seen came from an article posted on theurbanist.org, which defined it as, quote, Urbanists want more people of all types to have equal access to housing variety, uh, such as apartments, townhomes, backyard cottages, houses, duplexes, etc., as well as more ways to get around, transit, walking, bicycling, ride-sharing, van pooling, more to see and do, parks, cafes, bars, museums, shops, and to have more grassroots influence on city government, end quote. As an economic development director, I have taken part of many community engagement sessions. The community I work in is currently undergoing a parks master plan process, as well as a process to update, update its comprehensive plan, and they just got finished completing an economic development strategy that actually created the job that I, that I filled. So through community engagement, I've heard what people want directly from them. And using the definition of an urbanist I just shared, one could argue that nearly everyone in this community, uh, although it's suburban, is an urbanist. Uh, they just happen to live in the suburbs. And the reason I say that is because they want more biking and walking paths. They want more community and open spaces. They want non-chain restaurants and non-big box retail. I think that's a common perspective that people share across the country. So I know every community is unique in its own way. Uh, some communities are going to be more rural. Um, and some other communities uh, are going to want different things than others. But I can only speak from my experience. And from this experience, I can tell you confidently that, that people, the people in the suburbs that I have dealt with have grown tired of, of the things that make up suburbia, the big box stores, the massive parking lots, et cetera, and they do want urban concepts. People in the burbs are seeking the same Main Street experience as the downtown with small stores and non-chain, chef-led restaurant concepts. They're seeking open space, bike lanes, connectivity, and vibrancy in their community. And so my role in that is to bring, try to bring those things to a suburban community. And so in essence, this perspective of being a suburban urbanist is good because it'll help fuel uh, my success in my position. 
Another point I want to make is that for years we've been hearing about the waves of millennials and empty nesters that are pouring into city cores. Uh, however, the suburbs continue to grow at an ever-increasing rate. Uh, I don't think millennials are opposed to the suburbs, as one might think. They're just looking for a little bit of urban design. And those urban design concepts are now, and have been for a little while now, uh, making their way into the suburbs through mixed-use developments. So large mixed-use developments are being built in the suburbs and are designed to create a lively, walkable, neighborhood-like atmosphere. There are countless examples to choose from, and I'll showcase those in future episodes. But for now, I'm just speaking generally as an introduction to this whole thing. Uh, the author Stephanie Bell wrote an article in Commercial Investment Real Estate Magazine, and she said, quote, Many suburban towns are recognizing the benefit of mixed-use projects. Developments with office components add new jobs and increase the customer base for local shops and services. Multifamily brings new residents to suburban towns, creating demand for restaurants, movie theaters, grocery stores, and other entertainment venues. The retail component adds to the town's tax base, and the parking helps control traffic and keep the pedestrian-friendly format." End quote. The demand that Stephanie points out for things like restaurants, movie theaters, grocery stores, and other entertainment venues is met by the supply of those things in suburban communities. There are ample restaurants, retail, movie theaters, everything in the burbs. It may not be the right mix of those things or type, so that's why economic developers like myself have to attract the types of businesses and retailers that residents and employees of those mixed-use developments, as well as the surrounding community, what they want. And what they want are the types of restaurants and retail that are found in cool urban areas. So as people do actually flock to the suburbs, those concepts travel with them. Plus, one thing that the, sub the suburbs can offer developers that city, many cities cannot is actual is land, the availability of land. Whether it's open land, former agricultural land, or former big box stores or malls that have died off, you know, the suburbs offer great development opportunities. Combine that with lower tax rates, better school systems, ample amenities, the suburbs do remain attractive to people looking to live and work. So by rethinking suburban development to include more urban design elements, communities outside the city core can thrive. Yes, there are challenges to, to this, like traffic, highways, seven-lane roads, massive parking lots. But this is where it becomes important for suburban governance to figure out how they can connect their community, provide better transit options, and utilize urban design elements to achieve success and build the suburbs of today into the urban centers of tomorrow. So to sum up the point of this uh, blogcast will be to identify ways suburban communities can bring in these urban concepts and how they can compete against cities for businesses and residents. It is not just about the burbs, though. I will talk about economic development and real estate in general and get into public policy and talk about other things that affect the life of government and business professionals in general. If you are at all interested in economic development, government, business, um, real estate, well, I hope that I'm able to provide some insights or interesting topics for you. I want to thank you again for tuning in. Um, I am always looking for topics to cover, so feel free to send me suggestions at my email address, which is suburbanurbanist at gmail.com. Uh, as I said in the intro, uh, look out for my website, which hopefully will be launching soon. It'll be suburbanurbanist.com. And finally, I want to give a shout out to uh, someone, whoever is Silent Partner, who posted the song that I'm using as my theme song. 
which I grabbed from the YouTube audio library. Thanks, and I will catch you on the next episode.